0: You're listening to the Ready to Go podcast, where we equip Christians to engage culture with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Well, it's great to be with you again on the Ready to Go podcast. I'm John Christensen, again with Dave Gibson. Thus far on the Ready to Go podcast, we've talked at length about testimonies, sharing the gospel, how to love people well with the aim of leading to the gospel. But what do we do when someone is ready to trust in Christ? It would be a shame if we got to that point and and didn't know what to do. And so today we're going to be talking about how do we naturally get to that point in the gospel, and what do we do when someone is open and ready to trust Christ as their Lord and Savior. Dave, would you take us through kind of the five steps that you often take people through when they're at this point?
1: You know, I think it's really important that people understand what saving faith is. It's not throwing a stick in the fire, it's not uh, raising a hand or just repeating a prayer or... But uh, it's putting your faith and trust in Jesus Christ alone for salvation. And I like to explain what saving faith is. It's in order to. This is an old evangelism explosion explanation, but it's really good. And I use it also for immediate follow-up. The EE training is just outstanding. But uh, in order to, to understand what faith is, you have to understand what faith is not. It's not just knowing the facts. Uh, the Bible says you believe in God, you do well, even the demons believe, and they tremble. So it's not an intellectual assent, nor is it uh, temporal faith or an emotional faith where you have some kind of emotional experience, you get stirred up at a church meeting or at, at a Christian camp or something like that, or you pray to God before a ball game, or you it's temporal faith, where you're just trusting in God for certain areas of your life, but you're not putting your complete... Trust in Christ. But what saving faith is, is trusting in Jesus Christ alone for salvation. If a person has come to that point, you've explained the gospel, you've gone through a real clear explanation of the gospel, you sense the Holy Spirit is working there. The first uh, question I ask in, in trying to bring a closed or a person can come to a point of response to uh, respond to Jesus is a qualifying question. Does this make sense to you? And if they say yes, then I'll move on to the next uh, question. Uh, If it doesn't make sense, I'll ask what doesn't make sense, and then I'll try to clarify it for them. So there's a qualifying question. Then secondly, there's a commitment question. Would you like to, is there any good reason you couldn't put your trust in Christ right now? Or would you like to put your faith and trust in Jesus right now? For for salvation, so that's a commitment question. Then I'll go through a. If they say yes, uh, I'll go through a clarification of commitment. You know, this is the most important commitment you'll ever make in your life. So so I'd like to clarify for you what what it really entails. It it involves first of all admitting that you're a sinner and you can't save yourself. I use the basic A B C approach: admit that you're a sinner and can't save yourself and believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and that he died on the cross for your sins, and you're willing to put your trust in him. And then C is a willingness to commit your life to him and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and a willingness to call upon the name of the Lord. And the Bible says you will be saved. So the A, B, C, Admit, Believe, and Confess. Does that express the desire of your heart? And uh, if they say yes, I'll move into the next point, which would be a prayer of commitment. Let, you can t- we could tell God right now what you just told me, and together we could invite Jesus Christ into your life and uh, put your trust in Christ. And that will lead them in a prayer of commitment. I usually like to pray for them a few a little bit asking the Lord to really speak to their heart and then pause and say, you can repeat after me. And uh, we pray short phrases at a time uh, through the points of the gospel and they can repeat after you and then close in a, an extended prayer just saying, Lord, seal this commitment by the power of your Holy Spirit. So there's a prayer of commitment and then I would move to immediate follow-up. That would be the last point. Don't want to just leave them there. And we'll cover that in a little more detail at a subsequent uh, podcast, but immediate follow-up is really important. I like them to write down the date, uh, their commitment to Christ, and then within the next 24 hours, tell somebody about what happened. And it really will help seal that uh, commitment in, in their own mind and heart. Um, <clears throat> I've used this often with people. It's I think pe- this is an area... People typically struggle with how to get into a conversation and how to close a conversation. Usually people are pretty capable in presenting the gospel, using some wonderful tools to uh, clearly present the gospel, like the life in six words or four spiritual laws, knowing God personally, steps to peace with God. But uh, this, uh, how to bring a closure to the gospel is really an important aspect of presenting, uh, sharing your faith in Jesus uh, I was, just a quick story, I, I during this time of COVID, um, I've always praying for the Lord to open up opportunities. I, I went for a bike ride one day and was coming back into my driveway and I saw a guy in my front yard and he had a gas utility uh, uh, uniform on and and I parked my bike and I went over, kept my distance, my stayed st- social distance, uh, six feet away. Uh, social distancing can't keep you from gospel witnessing. So I asked him what he was doing, and he was checking out the gas lines in my front yard, kind of surveying the lay of the land there. They were having to run some lines or something. And uh, his name was Oscar. I'll make a long story short. I uh, I asked him uh, a little bit about his background. He was a single guy, and uh, I used my minute to witness. And I, I said, hey, do you have a minute here, Oscar? I could share something that uh, really changed my life and he said he was really really open so I shared my testimony and it led into a conversation about the gospel and how to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and I could tell Oscar was really really open I said you know Oscar I ask the Lord every day that God will open up a door or an opportunity to share Christ with someone I pray for, I call it one lost sheep and he says I must be that person and I said, does this make sense to you, Oscar? And he said, yes, it does. And uh, I said, would you like to put your trust in Christ? Is there any good reason you could not put your faith and trust in Jesus right now? He said, no, I'd really like to do that. And uh, it was just wonderful. The Lord was working on his heart. And I said, well, let me clarify for you what that all entails. And I went through the ABCs, admit that you're a sinner, and believe that you Jesus Christ is who he said he was and that he died on the cross for your sins and a willingness to commit your life to him, to confess with your mouth, Jesus is the Lord, believe in your heart. God raised him from the dead, uh, you'll be saved. And you call upon the name of the Lord, you'll be saved. Would you like to do that? Does that express the desire for your heart, Oscar? And he says, it really does. And I said, oh, that's beautiful. And I said, let's tell God right now what you just told me and together we'll invite Christ into your life. He says, let's do it. And we together prayed to receive Jesus. Oscar invited Christ into his life. And uh, it was a glorious thing. And I went through the immediate follow-up process with him. And I said, hey, Oscar, tell somebody about it in the next 24 hours. He says, I'm going to do it today. And uh, write down the date. And, and Oscar became a new creation in Christ Jesus. But uh, it's, uh, it's not a formula, but it's a little process, but to how to bring clarity Uh, and understanding when a person's ready to put their trust in Christ.
0: That's awesome. Praise the Lord. Those ABCs really are a great way to remember that prayer. And I really appreciated, too, Dave, how you really emphasized that there's nothing magical about the words, but it's simply expressing to God what is already the desire of their hearts. So the challenge this week is to memorize and practice those ABCs and how to lead someone to Christ the qualifying question, the commitment question, the clarification of commitment, the prayer of commitment, and then immediate follow-up. And we'll put all those things in the show notes for you guys to have access to. We really encourage you, though, to dive into this because you never know when the Lord is going to open up a door for the gospel and ultimately a heart that wants to trust in Christ. So next week we'll be talking about follow-up. After someone comes to Christ, where do we go from there? we're called to make disciples and not simply converts. So what is that final step in disciple making? So we hope you'll join us next week. And until then, keep sharing Jesus. Let's go.